inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. Your hour of power where we're working on the one thing that we have control over, and that is our attitude. That is the choices we make. That is our mindset. That is with so many things. See, we have so much choice in our world, and yet we really feel a lot of times that we're uh, choiceless, uh, that we have no options. And ladies and gentlemen, that by itself is your definition of depression. Remember, we have to buy into this whole thing called depression, and there's an epidemic, pandemic, whatever word you want to use, it's a demic, right? Uh, And what's happening is poor mental health. What's happening is people don't think for themselves. What's happening is atrophy. What's happening is we want to avoid things that we don't want to deal with, so we pretend. We pretend. Denial is not a river in Egypt. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, it's time to get busy. Today, I want to cover a lesson on time. You know, I am, I'm a leadership trainer first and foremost. Uh, and if you've ever led a group of people, you understand the importance of punctuality. See, punctuality is about being where you're supposed to be before you're supposed to be there, not when, because planes crash and people die because elephants are de- uh, elephants elevators are delayed. Uh, it's because people have nervous pee. Uh, it's because people forget name badges. People forget things. Uh, stuff happens. And so as a leader, you always want to be where you're supposed to be before you're supposed to be there. Because if you're always there before, then you can never be late. And so please understand this. Knowing what time it is is critical in the life of a leader. Matter of fact, if you're living life like it matters, then time is your marker. Time is your deadline. Time is your parameter. Time is the one commodity we have that is irreplaceable and fully accountable. And today on the Hour of Power, I want to answer a question. The question I'm going to answer is this. What time is it? Now, if you're listening to Like It Matters Radio Live, you got to know, if you're in the Central Standard Time Zone, that it's around 11 o'clock. Because Monday through Friday, on Freedom 1570, here I am, right? 11 a.m., we're on, uh, and we're off by 12, noon, Right, So I'm not talking about that time. See, when, when we talk about time, there are two Greek words that are both translated into time, and one of them is called kairos, and one of them is called chronos. Chronos was what I was just talking about. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio. That's chronos. But today, I want to talk a little more about kairos, because kairos ties into vision. And vision is what we all need. Vision, the Bible says, without one, uh, is death. Without a word from God. Without a reason, lift your eyes up. And really, that's what vision does. 
And so we were talking about uh, last week about Helen Keller, a woman who b- was uh, not born blind. I thought she was born blind, but at a very young age, she got a disease that caused her blindness. And this was a woman of vision. She might not have had a physical sight, uh, but man, some of the greatest quotes on vision are from Helen Keller, this blind young woman who became an incredible woman uh, who helped so many people. And Helen Keller would say things like, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. Helen Keller said, faith is the strength by which a shattered world shall emerge into the light. She said, keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see a shadow. She said, character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. She said, walking with a friend in the dark is better than walking with alone in the light. Oh, that's powerful. She said, the best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with a human heart. Helen Keller said, your success and your happiness lies in you. Resolve to keep happy in your joy, and you shall form an invincible host against difficulties. But you know, Helen Keller wasn't the only one that talked about vision. Lots of famous people, besides Scott Black. You know, Aristotle said the soul never thinks without a mental picture. You talk about vision. Carl Jung says your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awakens. And, you know, Herman Melville, you know, the the great hunter of the great white whale, (laughs) the eyes are the gateway to the soul, which is nothing more than a restating of the English proverb, the eyes are the window to the soul. And so today, we want to talk about time. And imagine, imagine there was a bank that credits your account every morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. If you had a bank account like this, what would you do? Ah, it's easy, right? Come on, Einstein, right? You draw out every single penny, right? And each of us has a bank account like that, but we call it time. You see, every morning it credits you with 86,400 seconds, and every night it writes off as lost whatever this you have failed to invest to good purpose. You see, just like life, it carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day it opens a new account for you. Each night it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposit, the loss is permanent. It's yours. There's no going back. There's no drawing drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. You must invest it to get the utmost in health, happiness, success. The clock is running. The time is now. And a lot of people don't realize the, uh, the importance of time until they're at the end of it. A lot of people don't realize the importance of time until they lose a child or get a, a child that's seriously sick. A lot of people don't realize the power of time, the importance of time, until one day that significant other says, I no longer feel that way about you. I found somebody else. We forget the importance of time until the doctor says, you have very little bit left. 
And see, one thing I like to do in my class is get you to the realization that time is fleeting and get you there emotionally without taking you physically to the grave itself. And so we must make the most out of today. And this today, I'm going to challenge you to make the most out of this year, 2023. And to realize the value of one year, ask a student who failed to grade. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one hour, ask the lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask a person who missed the train or the bus or the plane. To realize the value of one second, ask a person who just avoided an accident. To realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person in the Olympics or another race that almost got a gold. See, ladies and gentlemen, we must treasure every moment that God has given us. Treasure it more because we share it with someone special enough to spend our time. And today, I want to thank you for spending that time with me. You see, yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. So we must treat it like the gift that it is and then live it with passion, heart, body, and soul. And so, although that is wonderful, that is not the time that we're talking about. All that time I just mentioned is Kronos. But today, the question on the table is, what time is it? And I'm not talking about Kronos. I'm talking about Kairos. And after the break, we'll break it down. I'm black. The time is now. We'll be right back. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today, we are talking about what time is it? Don't look at your watch. Don't look at your phone. I'm not talking about the chronological time, the time on the watch, the time on the sundial. I'm talking about Kairos, the time, the time. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you just go to Ecclesiastes 3. Ecclesiastes 3 is one of the most famous little poems, little sayings about time. Uh, My favorite version of the Bible is the uh, um, ESV. I like the New King James Version at times, but it's a little bit too too Shakespearean, if you will. But I like the English Standard Version. I like to every once in a while look at the message. It's It's not really a translation. It's more of a paraphrase. Remember, translations, what happens is the English language is not as deep. Uh, as many other languages, and uh, the the language of Hebrew, uh, the Greek language, are, are far deeper uh, languages, um, much more descriptive, I think. And for a lot of times, there's not a word-for-word translation. We can't take a word in Hebrew, a word in Greek, and give you a word in English. It's just not d- 
done that way. Sometimes you have to actually explain, uh, put a concept. So that's why you have all the different translations. What we're doing, uh, what they're doing is trying to get it, and I mean trying, because they're wanting to get it as close as they can to their actual meaning. Uh, all the words might be a little bit different because of language difference, but to get it as close to the original concept, the meaning that was intended. But remember Ecclesiastes 3, see this is what I'm talking about today. What time is it? This is what I'm talking about. We're talking about the season. And that's what Ecclesiastes 3 is all about. Ecclesiastes 3, what is it? Uh, 1 through, uh, I think it's 8. So for everything, there's a season and a time for every matter under the heaven. And this is the English Standard Version. There's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to loose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for peace and a time for war. See, then right after this, it's fascinating because the next section right after that in the same chapter says the God-given task. Now, I just want to read to you the message uh, paraphrase. I, I like the message. It kind of just brings a little additional meaning, a little emotional depth to me. Uh, and it says there's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on the earth, a right time for birth and another for death, a right time to plant and another to reap, a right time to kill and another to heal, a right time to destroy and another construct. A right time to cry and another to laugh. A right time to lament and another to cheer. A right time to make love and another to abstain. A right time to embrace and another to part. A right time to search and another to count your losses. A right time to hold on and another to let go. A right time to rip out and another to mend. A right time to shut up and another to speak up. A right time to love and another to hate a right time to wage war, and another to make peace. And see, if you're in a relationship, then you know when things are going well, you seem to be on the same page. You know what that means? That means you're both in the right place in the right time. You've heard that before, right? Or should I say it this way? You're in the right time at the same time. You're in the right time in the right place together, right? That's congruency. That's like dancing. Your foot's where it's supposed to be and it glides where their foot's going to be, right? You glide together. There's a time for that. But you know, there's also times where we're disconnected. There's times that it's not working. There's times that it's not fitting together. Some of you know that as well. But a lot of people aren't aware. And what brought this about is... Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm having a tough time, there's that word again, a tough time moving on from the holidays. Now, I'm having a tough time getting back in the work mode. I'm having a tough time getting back to work and getting off uh, the, the holiday mode of, of relaxing, of slowing down, of looking for opportunities to give to people. I love the holidays. We did a show called It's Not a Day, right? 
Christmas is not a day, it's a way. It's Yahweh. It's the way of the heart. And so I spent the last month really shut down and really into that moment. And you know what I do is I talk to people every day. And so what I realized that even though the first of the year was on a Sunday past, that there are still many people that are in a different time, that they're still in the shutdown, the slowdown. And then there are others that are going. They've been going since December 26th. They've been going since January 2nd. But I want to ask you, for 2023, what's the time going to be about? See, I suggest that 2023 uh, is a time to let it go. It's a time to, to refocus. It's a time to recommit. See, we've got to figure out what we're going to do with our time, because really what we do with our time really dictates how we're remembered. And what we think about the time that we are in, again, dictates how we're going to be remembered. What are you doing with your time? Are you using your time successfully, resourcefully? Now I'm talking about Kronos. And do you understand the time you're in, Kairos, and committed 100% heart, body, and soul? This is what matters. See, everything in life can be replaced. But there are times that you can never get back to. And there are those times of young love as you get older, been together for 30 years and your bodies are different and you've aged and uh, you've got diseases or uh, deformations, right? You still love each other, but it's a different time, a different way to show love, a different, a deeper experience of this thing called love. There are different times and I'm going to suggest that it's time. Now, the time is now. It's time to figure out what we're going to do with this new year. And it really has a lot to do with our BS. So you remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by our belief systems. And one thing I learned a long time ago, you seek what you believe. See, if you believe that, it, let's say you come to my class, and my class is hard. It's challenging. Go to likeitmatters.net. I would highly recommend it. It's life-changing. It's transformational. It opens a door uh, that only you can close, and most people keep it open for the rest of their life. But if you came into my class, because it is challenging, and I have a high bar, and the first night you realize that you're not as successful as you think you are, you realize that what on the outside of my class is easy for you to accomplish, now you're failing, now you're falling short. And if you then come to the belief system, you know what, you know what he's doing, that everything I do, he's gonna go ahead and fail me. So if you thought everything that a professor gave you, if everything Mr. Black gave you, that you were gonna fail at, what type of effort would you make? How about this one, those of you in marriages, those of you in relationships that you've been in for a long time? And let's be honest, I counsel enough people, I know what's in your head. And you say, well, she used to love me. Well, he used to love me. Well, he used to do this for me. Well, he used to do that for me. Well, we used to have this together. Well, we used to do this together. Oh, he used to make me feel this way. Or she used to make me feel this way. Or she used to, and so now you start thinking this way. Well, he doesn't really love me or she doesn't really love me. Or she's just using me. Or they just want me for what they can get from me. See, you start allowing those things to say over and over in your head. Remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. 
And nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our personal map of reality. And so once you realize, once you accept that as reality, then it changes everything. This is why one of my favorite stories that Ronald Reagan, one of my, probably my favorite president of all time was Ronald Reagan. He taught me about hope. He taught me about vision. He taught me about the, the, the shining light on the hill. Uh, he got me stirred up to make a difference. He got me stirred up about politics. He got me hopeful. And, uh, man, he was, he was a great storyteller, great jokes. He was like a, that perfect kind of grandfather figure. And his favorite joke, and is one of my favorite jokes too, he, he was talking about a couple that had two children, and the parents were worried that their, their two children had developed extreme personalities. One was a total pessimist, the other was a total optimist. So the parents, wanting to, to get them as grounded as possible, took them to a psychiatrist to see if they could balance them out a little bit. And so the, the psychiatrist wanted to see what was going on. So first the psychiatrist treated the pessimist. Wanting to brighten his outlook, the psychiatrist took him to a room, piled to the ceiling with brand new toys. But instead of yelping with delight, the little boy burst into tears. What's the matter? The psychiatrist asked, baffled. Don't you want to play with any of the toys? Yes, the little boy bawled, but, but if I did, they'd only break them. Uh, you know, no one else is there to play with me. At some point, I'm going to lose them. I mean, just negative, kind of like today's people, right? Just blah, 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 blah. So the psychiatrist went on, let me take a look at the next boy. So next, the psychiatrist treated the optimist. Now, wanting to dampen his outlook, the psychiatrist took him to a room piled to the ceiling with horse manure. But instead of wrinkling his nose in disgust, the optimist emitted just the yelp of delight the psychiatrist had been hoping to hear from his brother, the pessimist. So that little boy then clambered to the top of the pile, dropped to his knees, and began gleefully digging out scoop after scoop with his bare hands of all this horse manure. And, and the psychiatrist was puzzled. Boy, what do you think you're doing? He was baffled. And, and the, with that, the little boy said, with all this manure, there must be a pony in here somewhere. I don't care what type of manure you think your life was last year. Let me suggest that if you believe there's a pony in there in 2023, everything changes. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm posing the question, what time is it? We'll be back after these commercial messages. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and the time is now. See, that's not a statement today. That's a question. The question is, what time is it? Now, again, don't be going to your watch. 
Now you're saying, well, if you're listening to this radio show live, if you're blessed to get it live, and you can get it live outside of Minneapolis. See, those of you in Minneapolis, you are blessed. Maybe it's a little cold there, but you're blessed because you get to just turn on your radio dial, your terrestrial radio dial, and tune it to AM 1570. And there is Mr. Black with Like It Matters Radio every day from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. But you know what? You don't have to be in Minneapolis to be blessed by Like It Matters Radio. You can just go ahead and live stream with us on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer. All you got to do is type in www.freedom1570.com at 11 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. I don't care where you're at in the world. Uh, we have listeners in China, in Russia, uh, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, in Uganda, in Gambia. Now, I don't know if they're listening live, because 30 minutes after the radio show's over, my incredible producer, John, he works so hard. He's a stealth worker. He's a hard worker. And within 30 minutes of us being off the live radio, uh, he posts that show on likeitmattersradio.com. Sitting right there, so you can listen listen to that in uh, the last couple of years, if you wanted to, one at a time in podcast format, likeitmattersradio.com. And just so we're talking about uh, house, uh, house cleaning, uh, Housework, if you will. Uh, what do they call that? <laughs> house cleaning? House details? What we want to do is know that you need some word in you, too. You need the word. Like right now, I was just looking for a word. I couldn't find the word. Well, the good news is I send the word out every single day. The word. Not just a word, but the word. And you can get that by going to like, I mean, um, wayofwarrior.blog. Wayofwarrior. There's no the there. Wayofwarrior.blog. Right down the, if you go to the bottom right-hand side, they'll say, uh, there'll be a button that says follow. You hit that button, uh, you can type in your email address, and then every morning when I put in my scripture and my explanation of it, uh, it'll automatically go to you. And if you get a chance, read today's, because God put today's on my heart two months ago. Uh, for the last three days, I've been working to write it up. It's been on my computer. Uh, the devil has done a lot to keep me from writing what I wrote today. Uh, and I've already had three people out of the thousand I send it to uh, tell me, wow, I needed to hear this today. Thank you so much. This was God speaking to me. So uh, I'm here to serve. See, I know what time it is for me. The time is always for me to make a difference. The time is always for me to see a need, meet a need. The time is always for me now. I have no office hours. But I want to suggest that as we start 2023, that we need to make it a certain time. And maybe I suggest it's time for a tune-up. You know, once a year, uh, in Texas at least, we have to get our vehicles renewed. And then every couple years, uh, it's time for to get it inspected. You don't have to get inspected every year, but I don't know what the thing is, three, four, five years, you have to get it inspected to get it registered. And so as I was getting inspected and get it washed and all that, I realized it was time for a tune-up. Anybody get what I'm saying? And while I was getting a tune-up, I realized that there's a dry cleaner right next door there. Uh, and it was time to drop off a coat that I had been holding on to for two months that I need to get dry cleaned. Did anybody get it yet? So let me suggest that for 2023, the time is about learning how you operate. The time is about functioning at a high level. The time of 2023 is about BS. 
Can I suggest that's what time it is? The time to get your BS in order. And by BS, I do not mean the stuff in the pastures here in Texas that you might step in as you're walking through them. I don't mean that type of BS. This has nothing to do with a bovine. I'm talking about belief systems. I don't know if you know this or not, but there, uh, before it was ever done, before the sub-four-minute mile was ever ran, there was a group of people that believed that you could run under a, a four-minute mile. Uh, and uh, most people never thought it was possible, but there was a group. One of them was a British Olympian named Roger Bannister. And Roger Bannister and a lot of other people, they, they believed that man could run a sub-four-minute mile, even though it had never been recorded, never been done. And so this group competed with each other, and they were working hard, really hard, to run a sub-four-minute mile. Well, it happened on May 6, 1954. Roger Bannister ran the first sub-four-minute mile. Uh, at Ithley Road in Oxford. Isn't that amazing? Now, here's the cool thing. Within 12 months of Roger Bannister running a sub-four-minute mile, somewhere between three and a little over 100 people ran a sub-four-minute mile. The reason why I say somewhere between, because this is what I tell people all the time. I look for the truth. I seek it out through the Internet. I scour the Internet. And do you realize how much uh, we still don't know? We still don't know what holds uh, all, all, all the elements together. We still don't know why uh, it, the quirks, uh, some quirks are upside down and some are right side up. There's a lot of things we still don't know. But one thing we don't know is the power of the human mind. One thing we really don't know is the depths of the human condition that God created for us. And see, if you don't think something's possible, you'll act as if it's not. But Roger Bannister and a few other people believed that it was possible to run a sub-four-minute mile. Here's the cool thing. First time ever it happened, 6th of May, 1954. Now, here's what's incredible. One of Roger Bannister's chief rivals was John Landy of Australia. And 45 days later, John Landy ran a faster sub four minute mile and because of that the stage was now set for a dramatic showdown between the two runners in the final of the one mile at the empire games in vancouver on 7 august 1954 the race is one of the most exciting mile races ever run and to this day is still known as the miracle mile Matter of fact, a statue stands in Vancouver to commemorate its moment of highest drama. If you don't know what that highest drama is, it was really powerful. See, John Landy was leading Olympian Roger Bannister. And John Landy was turning the last corner, and he was in the lead the whole time. He was feeling it. But what John Landy did was he looked back over his left shoulder just as Roger Bannister passed him on his right. Of that instant, John Landy said, when Lot's wife looked back, she was turned into a pillar of salt. When I looked back, I was turned into a pillar of bronze. <laughs> Isn't that just classy? But here's what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, the time is now to move. It's time to look forward. 
uh, it's been hard for me to get out of the Christmas mode. And then as we're on break, I'm listening to Christmas commercials from Salem. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed the slowdown. We helped hundreds of people. Uh, we gave some people in Africa, some people in India, some people in America a great Christmas. Uh, gave them some things they needed, some things they never would have had. And so it's time to look forward now because the eyes and the feet are connected. It's time to get off of 2022. And it's time to focus in on 2023. But it's all going to be based on your belief system. Are you willing to believe? Is If you don't believe you can make 2023 a great year, then you'll act as if it's not going to be. If you don't believe that you can make this year better than next year, then you won't lay it on the line. If you don't believe it matters what you bring to the table this year, then it won't matter. If you don't believe that the time is now to turn it up, then you're going to still be stuck in the holidays of 2022 and planes crash and people die, it's a fact of life. Matter of fact, it's all about BS. It's all about your belief system. In the 19th century, the greatest tightrope walker in the world was a man named Charles Blondin. On June 30th, 1859, he became the first man in history to walk on a tightrope across Niagara Falls. Over 25,000 people gathered to watch him walk 1,100 feet suspended on a tiny rope, 160 feet above the raging waters. He worked without a net or safety harness of any kind. That was true daredevil. The slightest slip would prove fatal. When he safely reached the Canadian side, the crowd burst into a mighty roar. In the days that followed, he would walk across the falls many times. Once he walked across on stilts. Another time he took a chair and a stove with him and sat down midway across, cooked an omelet, and ate it on the tightrope. Once he carried his manager across riding piggyback. And once he pushed a wheelbarrow across loaded with, a th with 350 pounds of cement. On another occasion, he asked the cheering spectators if they thought he could push a man across sitting in a wheelbarrow. A mighty roar of approval rose from the crowd. So he sp scanned the crowd and spying a man cheering loudly, saying, yes, you could do it. He asked, sir, do you think I could safely carry you across in this wheelbarrow? And the gentleman replied, yes, of course. And with that, the great Blondine replied with a smile, get in. And the man refused. Think about that. Doesn't it make it clear? See, his belief was just surface. His belief was that it could be done. And your belief right now is that, yeah, you could have a good year. Yeah, you could start fresh. Yeah, no matter what happened last year, yeah, today, this year could be better. But are you willing to get in the wheelbarrow? Are you willing to put it all out there? That's what time it is. The time is now for a refocus. The time is now to pick your eyes up off the past of what happened last year. What'd you do with it? You should have already done this. What did you learn from last year? What were the strengths? What were the weaknesses? What were the opportunities? What were the threats? All that as you look back. But now the time is now to move forward. And I want to suggest in the next segment that it's time to put some things in place so that 2023 will be your best year yet. After these messages, we'll cover what that is. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. 
because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, I am posing the question, what time is it? Actually, I'm answering the question. And the time is now to move on. The time is now to thicken the skin. The time is now to let it go. The time is now to become a principle-centered leader. See, ladies and gentlemen, we need to get off the pronouns and get in the prepositions. The time is now to figure out what you're going to allow in you and what you're going to allow to come from you. See, a preposition is about where something is is positioned to something else. And a lot of us think that we're not worthy. A lot of us think that we're not good enough. A lot, see, we're comparing ourselves to something that doesn't exist, and then we see ourselves less than. So I'm going to suggest that what time is it for 2023? The time is now to get some emotional intelligence and to thicken our skin. The time is now to learn about ourselves. You got to realize man is a three-part being, right? We covered this before. We have a body and a mind, and we're a spirit, right? I am a spirit. I live in a body. I possess a consciousness. This, it's not weird. That's the reality of life. The real me is the spirit. When you look at my carbon-based life form called a body, I wasn't given one. I was given a Pinto. That's my, that's my vehicle. I heard I get a Cadillac next time, maybe a Lexus, whatever, you wanna, whatever a high-priced vehicle is. But this time I got a, I got a Pinto. I got a little four-door 63 Pinto. <laughs> but that's not me. That's my vehicle. That's going to be worm food someday. The real me is spirit. The body that I occupy is the medium by which my spirit expresses itself and occupies the, the, this experience called life. And I possess a consciousness. Think about this. Plant life lives on a physical plane. Now, animal life exists on a physical plane as well, but it also has a conscious plane, a social plane, right? They interact. But if you go to man, the highest of the creatures, man, life exists on a physical plane, on a conscious plane, and a spiritual plane. In the same degree by which the plant life is separated from the animal life by the inclusion of the consciousness, so man is separated from the animal life by the inclusion of the spirit aspect of our nature. And so we got to learn how the three pieces fit together. The body's a machine. You got to learn how the body creates experience. It releases 63 known chemicals. It makes you feel, it makes you feel energized or tired or sleepy or depressed, or, right? And you're the one causing it. You got to realize that. And then you have a mind that runs the body. And the key is the mind because the battle's in the mind. That's what the Bible says. The, the book is replete with things about controlling what's going on in your head. Romans 12, 12, 12 2 is the famous, right? To transform your thinking, to not think like the people of this world, to, to transform your thinking, to not conform to the patterns of this world, right? But also hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Focus only, only on those things that are good and pure. And guard your heart. And the Bible's talking about what you focus on most often. That's your heart. That's where, where your treasure is. That's where your heart is. 
And so we need to start realizing how this machine works and the power of our emotions, the power of our what goes on in our head. That's why I share sciences with you. I say transactional analysis, the, how we communicate, neuro-linguistic programming, which is the owner's manual of the human experience, multiple intelligences, uh, Dr. Howard Gardner's work at uh, Harvard on the 10 different ways we're intelligent, logotherapy, Dr. Viktor Frankl's work on man's will to meaning, uh, canine, Dr. Edwards Deming, constant and never-ending improvement, Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, all come from Deming's canine, emotional intelligence, uh, Dr. Dan Goldman and many others. The right emotion, the right intensity, right? Emotional intelligence is what we're lacking. Today we're holding grudges. Today we're keeping a pound of flesh. Today we're keeping a record wrong. Today we're violating everything that the book of love says we are to do. Love keeps no record or wrong. Love keeps no pound of flesh. And so we need to have this time is now for emotional intelligence in the new year. The time is now to thicken our skin, to quit letting the world turn, teach you to hate everything. It's called the bait of Satan. It's the spirit of offense, and it lacks emotional intelligence. Not only do we keep a record of every wrong that's ever happened to us, and we blame it on our skin color, on our sexual choices, you know, because we're all victims, right? But now we actually make up stuff. Our pain's not enough in our life. We got to make up fake crap. And we got to go back 100 years, even though we're only 30 years old, but we want to go back 100 years. And anybody that could have looked like us or shared the same skin color, or the eye slant, or the hair style, if someone was mean to them, then, ah, I'm a victim. And then that's not enough. Let's go back 500 years. Let's make up a false reality and teach the universities to teach that false reality so that people will hate each other, that people become racist and hate people just because of the color of the skin. I'm so sorry, Dr. King. May heaven forgive us and help us. I'm going to suggest 2023 is the year to get some emotional intelligence. That's what time it is. Emotional intelligence is the ability to sense, understand, and effectively apply the power and acumen of emotions as a source of human energy, information, connection, and influence. Ladies and gentlemen, listen clearly. It's not enough to have feelings. Emotional intelligence requires that we learn to acknowledge and value these feelings in ourselves and in others. Did you hear that? And in others and that we appropriately respond to them effectively applying the information or energy in our daily life and work we need to have emotional intelligence because we're getting played players we're getting emotionally hijacked and peter Senge at the time it was director of organizational learning at mit one of my favorite quotes on emotional intelligence. He says, people with high levels of personal mastery cannot afford to choose between reason and intuition or the head and the heart any more than they would choose to walk on one leg or see with one eye. I want to suggest that 2023 is the time to let it go. See, that's what emotional intelligence does. That's what's having a relationship with the God of the universe does, to let it go. You know, it reminds me of the story. Their two friends were walking through the desert and got into an argument. One friend slapped the other one on the face because they were so angry they lost their temper. The one who got slapped was hurt, offended, but didn't say a word. Instead, he just went over to the sand, knelt down, and wrote in the sand, Today, my best friend slapped me in the face. He sat there for a while. After a while, he got up in silence and started walking. And so his friend walked beside him, and they kept on walking until they found an oasis. 
Thirsty, they stopped for water. The one who had been slapped got stuck in the mire, fell in, and couldn't swim. Started drowning. His friend, the one that slapped him earlier, saved him. That evening, he wrote on a stone, Today, my best friend saved my life. The friend who had slapped his friend and also saved his friend asked him the simple question. After I hurt you, you wrote in the sand. And after I saved you, you write on the stone. Why the difference? And with that, his wise friend replied, when someone hurts us, we should write it in sand where the winds and waters of forgiveness can erase it away. But when someone does something good for us, we should engrave it in stone where it will be long remembered and the elements of life cannot erase it. I'm going to suggest 2023 is a time to learn to write your hurts in the sand and carve your blessings in the stone. Someone once observed that it takes a minute to find a special person, an hour to appreciate them, a day to love them, but an entire lifetime to forget them. I want you to make 2023 a year of remembrance. And who cares how messed up you are? God uses broken things, people. Noah was a drunk. Abraham was too old. Isaac was a daydreamer. Jacob was a liar. Leah was ugly. Joseph was abused. Moses had a stuttering problem. Gideon was afraid. Samson had long hair, was a womanizer. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremiah and Timothy were too young. David had an affair, was a murderer. Elijah was suicidal. Isaiah preached naked. Jonah ran from God. Naomi was a widow. Job went bankrupt and lost everything. John the Baptist ate bugs. Peter denied Christ. The disciples fell asleep while praying. Martha worried about everything. Mary was, well, you know, Mary Magdalene. The Samaritan woman was divorced more than once. Zacchaeus was too small. Paul was too religious. Timothy had an ulcer. Lazarus was dead. Maybe God can use our broken heart in a good way. The time is now to take all from your past and use it to make 2023 a great year. And I'm with you as your radio life caddy. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.